Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. And welcome to so the Deacon, Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa show oh, with the Be Healed. Episode 15. Chapter 7. Anatomy of a Whoa. On pages 107 through, and 1 through 124. <laughs> Not and. Through. Yeah. So, here's the thing. Shame. Here we go again with shame, okay? Yeah. It seems to shake the very foundation of our existence. Okay? A certain fear is always a part of the very existence of shame, according to John Paul II. Listen to that again. A certain fear is always a part of the very existence of shame. Lisa, please. Sorry, I was, I was really letting that soak in. Okay. We live in fear of our shameful past being exposed. Right. We don't want anybody to, to know, right, what we think is, is not going to be viewed in a good light, right? Right. Prayer and fasting can help to bring these things out into the light, Lisa. Yes. What would you say lose their power when they are brought to the light? Oh. <laughs> Dickie Dave, I would say that prayer and fasting. <laughs> Wait, I would, I would say things <laughs> lose their power when they are brought to the light, which is very true, which is actually very true. Well, we can believe that we are forgivable. And thus the power found within the sacrament of reconciliation is so much greater. Okay. So go to reconciliation. <laughs> yes. But even so, we can harbor... <laughs> but even so, we can harbor unforgiveness and have wounds that open the door to deadly sin. Yeah, we kind of can develop a stronghold of self-protection, right? Built around sin. That does not really protect us from further pain. Ah, we've just heard this. Yes. It's, yes, it's repeated because it's very important. Wounds occur in two general ways. Deprivation of love or through unloving actions that violate our personal boundaries. Yeah, and I, I've talked to a lot of people who have experienced unloving actions, mm -hmm. right, that um, penetrated their boundaries in really bad ways, mm -hmm. right? And so this does create a lot of hurt. Uh, in that, you know, and just some examples that the book gives of unloving, uh, unloving actions, death, divorce, violence, verbal abuse, sexual abuse, abandonment, and the list goes on and on, Lisa, of different things. Yes, and often deprivation of love is most common, but often overlooked. Okay. I thought I said that. You might have. I just wanted to drill the point in. Okay. Well, you, we have to remember that whenever something happens, our brain is like recording this stuff. Okay, and we are influenced by these things until they are healed. Notice that we're influenced. It doesn't say uh, until we're healed. It doesn't say that we're going to forget about them. Yes. Right? But their influence is what healing takes away. Yes. Okay. And then traumas can create wounds in our soul that can harm us. And they, they can be like a taste of hell. That brings torment to our souls. Yeah, and so, you know, before we continue on um, and into the next episode, Lisa, I think this idea of, of how we are hurt by people, okay, and then as a result of that hurt, we build up, you know, these protection barriers within ourselves, or we go and we bury something and we say, okay, well, I've, I have dealt with this by putting it away. None of these are healthy responses by which God is being actively invited in to bring the type of healing that's required for it to be sustainable. The other thing is when we do this, we think that we're living a full life, but we have become so used to carrying whatever that weight is 
that we don't recognize anymore what true freedom feels mm. like. And so it's not until it's actually healed or released. So if you're holding on to something, you know, or you've buried it or you've forgotten it, I would encourage you to get with a spiritual mentor and, you know, talk with her about it. Well, and I think that just brings to the point that things lose their power when they're brought to light, when we talk about them, when we share our brokenness and our vulnerability. So I think that when we have that boldness to do that, then there really, there really is healing that can be, that, that's kind of like the catalyst, I think, for no, healing in a lot of cases. I agree. I agree, Lisa. Thank you. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm layperson Lisa. Later. Bye.